Rima Karama here with a quick infomercial and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in fed book jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate, and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie? Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or post and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth teller to get their page back up because white-owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it? Tired of black people getting on white-owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars, but you don't get one red cent of that money? Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Eurema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. This is why I took my aboriginal indigenous melanated ass on over to OTWTube, because I recognize the importance of freedom of speech. I recognize that I would be doing my ancestors a tremendous disservice if I stayed a slave on social media outlets that want to dictate what I say and when I can actually say it. If you're tired like I am, then make the switch now to OTWTube.com and get the Yurima Karama app. Tap into the truth, because that's what you deserve. I am Yurima Karama, and I approve this message. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in once again to Authentic Black Goddess TV. Also, thanks to those of you tuned in to the Queen Amadai Shakur TV show. I'm your host, Queen Amadai Shakur. And so I have a special guest here today, revolutionary Yurima Karama, a good friend of mine. So I'm going to go ahead and add him to the stream. All right. Yes, that's right. Everybody get those fire emojis. Okay. Hey, Yurima. Peace, peace, Empress. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. No complaints. No complaints. All right. That's good to know. Yes. Is... <laughs> those fire emojis are for you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. Okay. So I appreciate you coming on here and taking time out of your busy schedule. I know it's hard to catch you. You're always doing something out here working with the Unity Walk, handling your business with your own company and all this stuff. Yes. Before we get started, now everyone, you all know, because I told you and I'm sure you found out that uh, Yurima's YouTube channel has been terminated. Yeah. So if you can, just go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you on alternative um, places, you know, your app and things like that. Uh, you can find me at otwtube.com. Um, you can find me on the Urema Karama app. Uh, you can find me on my, my Unity Walk organization. We're located on IG. Uh, I am on Facebook. I'm blocked right now for 30 days, but uh, you can find me there as well. And uh, But mainly my app, otwtube.com. And um, yeah. That, huh? Clubhouse. Yeah, Clubhouse too. Clubhouse too. So I'm actually, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. How can we forget that? It's a for those of y'all that didn't know. Yes. Okay. 
So we're going to be talking about black people not being on code and how some people in the so-called pro-black conscious community hate on one another. And this is something that is poisoning the community and it's keeping, you know, everything, everyone divided. And this is one of the main reasons why we can't unify. And these are some of the people that actually call themselves conscious. All right. Mm. So let's get into it. You remember, I'm going to let you go ahead and take it away. Um. Well, I, I think that what we're seeing is we're seeing a, a um, we're, we're, we're seeing a, a tide right now that's taking place where um, there's a separation and it needs to happen. There's literally a spiritual war going on right now. Um, yes. And, you know, within the confines of that spiritual war, there are demonic forces that are moving and there are, um, you know, godly forces that are moving. And mm -hmm. what we're seeing is is. Uh, quite frankly, we're seeing the purging of uh, the necessary purging of uh, the degenerates, the low vibrational beings who actually need to be purged. They need to get the hell out the way because uh, some of them are presenting themselves as conscious. Some of them are presenting themselves as as uh, 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 pro black, as saviors of the black community when they are nothing more than charlots and pulpit pimps. And so we just have to call it like it is. And there are many people that are coming into the movement who are actually being misled because of these charlatans and these pulpit pimps. And they're thinking that this is the way that things are supposed to go. Uh, and it's not. And so. Uh, we're, we're seeing that tide, but I think that we also need to, it's imperative that we call that out. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Because let me say this. Because one thing that I've noticed is that when you call out these charlatans, when you call out these uh, wannabe white supremacists cloaked in black skin, when you call them out, some of their people who they have brainwashed and bamboozled and hoodwinked, they want to call you the hater. You know, because they don't want to face the fact that they have been fooled and they have been drawn in. They simply drank the Kool-Aid. And so they get mad with you when you start exposing these people. But like I tell people, you have to call these people out because they are a detriment. When you have people sitting up here acting like they're for black people, but they're really working on the other team and they don't really care anything about black people. And in fact, you'll see some of them, they usually expose themselves if you just sit back and watch. Because what they'll do as in a case that happened recently. Now, I don't have to name names. I'm sure we all know. And then again, I might name names. Who knows? But there's a specific person who I have known for a while, okay, over a year, was not hitting on anything, running a whole virtual plantation, not paying people, you know, talking trash and sowing seeds of discord. And now they really exposed themselves even more so when they came out and started talking trash about Kwame, um, Brown. Kwame Brown because, yeah, he has taken over the Internet. You know, his his message, his platform and all that has grown and spread. And so they're sitting back hating. And so they say things, you know, disparaging things about him when this young man didn't say anything or do anything to them. So I think it's good that they exposed themselves and played the hand because now everybody who was in doubt clearly has seen them for who they really are. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I I just got I I, um, I got hip to the brother. Um I got hip to the brother Kwame Brown uh, within the last couple of weeks. And what I did, uh, because people were sending me video, they they were like, because I do research. Mm -hmm. And so they, they're like, what do you think of this brother? And what I did is I got the video. I turned, because I've learned to do this. I, I turned my laptop around. Because see, what, what we've become is a culture that we, we are celebrity worshipers. 
those of us who are real revolutionaries within the movement, we don't we don't fall within that category. But there are right. many that do that. They celebrity worship. They, mm-hmm. they they are worried about what a person is wearing, what a person's hair looks like. They're worried about, you know, what kind of attire they're 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 wearing. Um, I turned the laptop around and closed my eyes and just listened. And what I come to find is that the brother was very authentic with his with his message uh, that he was bringing through. And it was the truth. And one thing is that is that it doesn't I closed my eyes because I didn't need to I didn't need to verify if this black man was a handsome black man. I didn't need to verify if this black man's teeth were 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 perfect or if he had some teeth. All that frivolous ass bullshit. I didn't need to verify that. I needed to verify is he speaking truth to power or is he a potential charlatan out here trying to get paid? And what I came to surmise is that, no, he's speaking truth to power. So there's always those who are on the charlatan pulpit pimp bandwagon. For those of us that are authentic, they're always going to have something to say. Because yes. because what happens is what happens is you potentially can get a, a, a portion of your audience taken because you are no different than an Al Sharpton or one of these other ambulance chasers. Mm-hmm. Instead of staying in your lane and perfecting that which you proclaim. No, you're actually over here talking about uh, rap rappers. You're over here talking about uh, comedians and actors and actresses. If your lane is finance, what are you doing over here in that oh, lane? If your lane is this, what are, you, what are you doing? And don't you have people on your team who can cover that lane? And I so what happens is these become great stories because because these charlatans and pulpit pimps, they have to continue to put out a great story because yeah. that's what they built their platform on. And even that's if that great story is based off of fucking gossip and BS. And so the, the person who's popping the most, that's who they tend to want to build their 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 base around or build their their audience around for that particular week and then they start looking at the next week who's the next hottest thing and they are nothing more than capitalists they are nothing more than workers for the capitalistic system that we are trying to crush those of us who are really on this and if you look at their repertoire if you look at their background if you look at their base they are strictly capitalist working within the confines of the system and they don't want to crush the system because they're not talking about those things that can actually that will actually impact and crush the system. They're comfortable slaves within the system. They actually want to stay within the system and they want to get paid off of black people while they are within that system and make it appear to black people as though they are really righteous and doing something righteous when they're fucking not. Yeah, talking black, but acting white. Facts. That's that's what I say. And and you're absolutely right. And I like that you brought up the point about they want to get paid off of black people. Because this person is making a lot of money off of people that come onto the platform and then won't even allow you to keep donations. I thought that was very interesting. Now, they may tell you that you're not going to get paid, but you would expect that you'll be at least able to keep your donations. So how can you say you're for black people when you're robbing black people and ripping black people off? Exactly. and if, like you said, if your lane is finance, then why don't you just stay in that lane? But no, you don't want to stay in that lane. You want to do whatever is trending, whatever you see everybody else doing. You know what I'm saying? So that's disingenuous at best. And yes. it's also clout chasing. Exactly. And they've been clout chasing for years. I actually uh, I, I actually I, I don't specifically know who you're talking about, but no, I, I actually I know I actually 
I'm, I'm being facetious. I actually worked for somebody like that uh, back in about 2015 and 16 and realized that, um, yeah, I, I had a hard time getting paid. And then when I called them out on it, uh, the, you know, when, when you're claiming to be a millionaire, but you can't pay a guy a, the couple dollars that you owe, it makes me question your validity or if you're a millionaire, what, I mean, uh, why would you have a hard time paying your people? And it wasn't just myself that actually brought that up. It was a few different people that actually brought that up uh, and 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 had the same claims. Uh, yeah, none of us are no longer on that platform. Fortunately for us, we got out while the getting was good. So, yeah. So, yeah, I just throw that out there. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. And so now here's the thing. How do we... What do you suggest for us to um to do as to avoid these pitfalls when we de- when we're dealing with people who are out here, you know, hating and stuff like that and spreading rumors and gossip about other people, you know, just and let me let me just give an example. Okay, so somebody wanted me to bring them on my platform, right? Yeah. And which I would have had no problem, but they thought they were going to dictate to me how to run my platform and what we're going to talk about. Hmm. I told them I don't want to talk about that. And so I said, well, let's talk about, you know, uh, critical race theory and white, su- white supremacy. Mm. Well, they don't talk about that, you know, because they date a white woman. So I knew they didn't want to talk about that. Mm. They don't want to talk about that. They don't want to have that conversation. Mm. And, you know, they also got into a heated debate like a week or so ago because we were talking about the case where the 15-year-old black girl got shot by the white officer four times in the chest. Yes. That she had a, a knife or whatever, and I said, Yes, she did have a knife, but at the end of the day, he could have tased her, he could have shot her to injure her. But if you shoot someone four times in the chest, you're trying to kill them. Yeah. And I said, He wouldn't have done that to a white teenager. And he's like, Oh, well, the cop just did what he had to do, and this and that. So he's caping for this white cop who killed a black person. And I'm like, Okay, now you're starting to show me some Sambo tendencies. Yeah, you know, I wasn't feeling that. But so he got upset because I wouldn't allow him to come on my platform and tell me how to run my show and then let him talk about what he wanted to talk about. So he sent me a text talking about um, basically saying something to the effect that he's about to come and take over YouTube. He's going to start his own YouTube channel, take over YouTube. I said, go right ahead, you know, Mm. go right ahead. At the end of the day, the new black news media has already taken over YouTube. So I'm just saying, if he thought that was going to bother me, honey, that's not going to bother me. But I told him this. I said, I have no problem working with you or any other black person who's working as uh, as it pertains to pro-blackness. Yes. Okay, who's B1. But he's not B1, clearly, if you date Becky. And with well, yeah. that all said, I also told him that my platform is a dictatorship, okay? It's not a democracy. You don't come over here and tell me how to run my stuff. I know that's right, because I'm the same uh-huh. way. We dictators over here. That's cloud chasing, right? That's mm. cloud chasing. And then now you want to hate and talk about you're going to come and take over YouTube. Do what you got to do. Mm. You know, but it's too much of catty people who do those type of things. And then they want to sit here and act like they're so down for black people. If you're down for black people, why would you be hating on any other black person? Why can't we all unify and work together? You know, like uh, me and you, um, Judge Joe Brown, you know, um, Sister Lisa Cabrera has invited me on her show, King BJ Johnson. I'm just saying all of us work together and try to do things uh you know, to unify our people and come up with solutions. You've invited me to stuff where a business ventures that you were doing, you know, and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it's not enough of us who are willing to reach out to other black people because so many of our own people are looking at other people and viewing them as competition. 
Um, I, so I'm going to, so for the, for the, and, and don't get me wrong. I, I, I know exactly what you mean, but I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say at this point, there's no reason to, for those of us in the community that are sincere mm-hmm. about this movement. And, and that's what we see. See, we got to, I, I think we're at a point where, and I put up a post the other day, we're not going to save anybody else. The time for saving people, that shit is past. We're in the midst of the war right now. The spiritual war is real. And so this is about aligning. This is about aligning. And as we go along the way, exposing uh, certain groups for who they are, I don't believe in total unification. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because, no, there's some of these niggas we're not, I'm not unifying with. They will get us killed. And, and and so I'm not even going to feed off into that fallacy of we all should unite. No, I'm trying to unite with the right people. I'm trying to you. I'm I'm connecting with the right vibrational bodies, the mm-hmm. higher vibrational beings who exactly. actually have a love, a, a, an altruistic love for black people. And you will be able to tell that by how they move their actions, their actions and deeds will match the words. So if they are saying it, then the actions and deeds will match that which they are saying. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, So so. I think that we're at a point where we have to we can't waste time trying to change the minds of people. We drop seeds, but we're dropping seeds as we're walking. At one point, we were stopping to drop seeds and then we were watering those seeds and we were waiting to see if those seeds sprouted. At this point, we're just dropping seeds and we keep it walking. Why? Because the universe is going to allow the rain to drop to water those seeds. If Mm -hmm. the seeds if the seeds don't sprout, we did our job because there are certain seeds that aren't going to sprout. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you, Empress, right now. I'm looking at just how you're dressed I'm looking at the I'm looking at at how you have yourself covered. There's some sisters right now that you should be walking by dropping seeds on. If you were in Miami right now, there's a thousands upon thousands of sisters right now that you literally could be walking by dropping seeds on. Do you have the time to stop and talk to them and tell them that they're the, the way they're exploiting themselves is not only disrespectful to themselves, but it's disrespectful to men. Right. Because you're providing temptation for men. Mm-hmm. And if you respect men, then you would respect the man's goddess who potentially is at home and you wouldn't present yourself in front of this God as you do. But you, queen, you don't have the time to stop and and have that discussion because what, guess what? You're going to have a whole bunch of backlash. You're going to get upset because they're going to draw you, try to draw you down into their frequency, telling you why it's appropriate to do what the fuck they're doing. Right, all right. you got to do, all you got to do is walk by like you're dressed and drop that seed and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with black men. It's the same thing with black men. We have the opportunity to walk by to some of these young people and drop seeds and let it look, bro, the exploitation of black women. What the hell are you doing? We don't do that, but we keep it moving. We got to keep it moving. Why? Because we're in the midst of war. And if you haven't gotten this shit by now, we don't have a whole lot of time because the new earth is here. That's right. The new earth is here. They they are the, the, the reset, the economic reset. There was a trillion dollar transfer of wealth. 
Mm-hmm. During this whole cycle of the Corona pandemic and all of this other nonsense, there was exactly. a trillion dollars that, that that was transferred to the rich and wealthy. Right. We don't have time to continue to try to convince low vibrational beings of the war that we're in. Let mm-hmm. them low vibrational beings purge themselves. Get the hell out the way and let the charlatans. Yes, we need to continue walking. We need to continue to expose them for who they are. Exactly. But even using a lot of energy on that at this point, like like our group, like this week, Saturday, we've taken our thing outside of social media. Social media is great. I use it for dissemination purposes. But what are we doing? Higher vibrational beings are getting together. This June 5th, coming Saturday, we pick spots. We just pick spots, random spots. Mm-hmm. We're going to be at we're going to be in Virginia. OK, at a, at, a, at a large park there. We're going to meet at 12 noon because why? These are people that are serious. These are people that are serious about building people that are serious about strategizing people that are serious about sharing the energy with other like minded people. Exactly. This is the difference. Our mm-hmm. energy isn't going to be harnessed. That's right. We're going to use energy for positive. Now, now we could we could forego that and spend time trying to convince some lower vibrational beings that aren't going to do a goddamn thing anyway, except talk and try to and try to try to bring you down to their lower vibrational frequency. Mm -hmm. We could be wasting time talking to them and being drawn into their nonsense on Mm -hmm. why their actions and deeds are appropriate. Not exactly. realizing that your actions and deeds were actually were actually instilled in you, Negro Pian, instilled in you by the same system that we higher vibrational beings know must be crushed and must be eliminated from the planet. And that's the difference between the revolutionary and the charlatan. That's the difference between the revolutionary and the pulpit pimp. The pulpit pimp is out to get paid. And that's their whole motivation. They love the capitalist system. They don't want the capitalist system to change. That's why that pulpit pimp that you're talking about uh, talked pro-black at one time, but then got exposed for what? He's connecting his business partners happen to be a white guy and and an Asian guy. And and so and so and so what what type of black power is that? This other person that you're talking about, how can you scream black power? But you dating Becky. they, 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 They don't go together. They don't mm-hmm. go together. You're having bedroom talk with a she devil and mm-hmm. we're supposed to trust you as a as a black nation. Nah, yeah. I don't think it don't work like that. You can't come over here and tell us anything. That's right. That's what you can't do. And like you said, as far as the people that don't want to listen, we don't have time to waste on them. Like you said previously, we're going to have to walk over their corpses. And that's just the way it's got to be. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the purge is real and it's necessary. Uh, because right. we've had we've had far too long to get our stuff together. We've had too long to uh, 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 network with one another. We've had too long to unite. And here we are, Johnny, come lately again. Now um, we're starting to see moves that are being made by other groups. Other groups are moving together. Yes. Other groups are moving with their tribe. And so it's time for us to move with our tribe. And guess what? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing yes. wrong with a group of like minded people moving together, coming up with a plan, a strategy for their lives. There's nothing wrong with that. And if people want to get on board with that, that uh, uh, might not be on the same level, on the same frequency, they need to shut the hell up and listen and get the tips because some of us have been doing this work for years. That's some right. of and us do- have been here for years doing That's- work. 
That's right, put in real work. A lot of people just get on YouTube, say a few good things that sound good. You know, charismatic speakers are saying things, you know, that everybody wants to hear, but not really putting in any serious work. Yeah, yeah. It's serious to benefit the community and not coming up with any solutions, always talking about the problem, but never offering any solutions. One of the things that I think is imperative for black people to do is to stop celebrating these pagan holidays, these European holidays. We are giving trillions of dollars to them annually because of all these stupid holidays that black people want you know, to spend their money on. And they're building their generational wealth while we're the poorest of the bunch and the bottom of the total pole. And that makes no sense. Well, no, never. no, it, it makes no sense. But here's the thing, Empress. Here's the thing. Um, I don't know about you, but. And this is and this is where we go back to what what we are what we've gotten up to to this point. I haven't I haven't supported the system. This Memorial Day, I haven't spent one dime supporting the system. Me either. The last holiday, I don't support their system. So for those that do, my premise is this: for those that do, you're grown, you're an adult. Nobody can tell you to do what you want to do with your money. Mm-hmm. You want to support the system? Hey, do what you do. However, see, when the shit usually gets thick and the hyenas are on your ass, then you want to come get the lions. Don't exactly. come don't come knocking on doors over here because we haven't been supporting the system. We've been That's standing right. on our square. We've been standing on our 360. That's and so right. if you want to support, if you want to support what that 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 is great news. Because now I know that you're part of the enemy class. Mm-hmm. That's how serious this war is. Now I know you're part of that enemy class. And when the shit goes down, I know that you're going to be on their side. Exactly. Because if you can't sustain and discipline yourself now, if you and you see what's going on, if you mm-hmm. can't sustain and if you say you don't know what's going on, shame on you. We got handheld computers in our hands right now. As a matter of fact, our ancestors had more knowledge than we do when they didn't have books, when they were fighting to get the knowledge. Now we have the knowledge available to us. We're in the age of Aquarius. There are no excuses, but many people are not. They're scrolling past the substantive stuff and they want to go to the they want to get to the world star stuff. They want to get to the uh, uh, explicit women stuff. They want to get to the uh, black men with beard stuff. Yeah, I mean, black men with beards, they look great. Handsome guy. Really? But is that going to move us forward as a group of people? Is that going to move us forward economically? Is that going to move us forward politically? Is that going to move us forward socially? Is that going to get the black family nucleus back together? Is that because because what we're talking about is black men, not all. Or I will say, let me rephrase that. What we're talking about is black males with estrogen overloads because there's a difference between black men and black males. Males mm-hmm. just have a penis. Men have a purpose and a responsibility on this plane of things made manifest. And so th- we have a lot of black males out here with estrogen overloads. And we are starting to have more black women with testosterone overloads. Mm-hmm. So we have to recognize the gender transformation that's taking place. Um, if you're scrolling past the important stuff, that's where you at. And, and that's fine. That's yeah. where you at. But we're not going back there with you. That's right. You got a nigga. You got to get left right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just how this works. That's right. And then I've seen a lot of these Negroes, 
you know, um, talking about the Asian hate and all of that stuff, which is nothing but propaganda when they're saying that we are disproportionately attacking Asians and being racist towards them. I've seen a lot of Negroes caper for them, talking about, oh, our Asian brothers and sisters, we got to unite with them and this, that, and the third. Listen, at the end of the day, these same Negroes don't say anything about black-on-black crime or when the white people are attacking black people, the race soldiers and any of those things. They don't say anything about that. But they'll sit there and cape for the Asians when really, they're not the ones that are being oppressed. We are. I don't recall them ever being slaves in this country. We have. I don't recall them going through 150 years of Jim Crow or any other things that we have gone through and continue to go through. But everybody's sitting up here and so many Negro Negroes are sitting here trying to cape for the Asians when when we're out here protesting, when our people are out there protesting, I don't see any Asians out there. I'm sorry. I don't see them. And then they keep talking about the Black and Brown Coalition. I don't see anybody out there doing anything to try to get Black people the reparations that were owed to any of those things. And another thing that I found very um, unsettling was for those three years before the election or the selection, we were all shouting about no reparations, no uh, no tangibles, no reparations, no vote. But all of these nigger Negroes, not all of our people, but I'm saying so many of these Sambos and plantation mammies, they went out there and voted and in fact helped Biden to get through the threshold to victory. And now they see what he did in his first 100 days. And remember, prior to that, they kept telling people like me and you, oh, well, just give them time. They're going to do something. They haven't done anything yet, and they're not going to do anything. Because they knew they didn't have to do anything as soon as you gave them your votes for free. That's not on code. Yeah, um, so so we, what we have been programmed to do, what we as, as, as a nation of people, and I'm talking about uh, Aboriginal, Indigenous people, what we have been programmed to do is absolutely nothing. Um, it's the Jesus syndrome. And so um, the Jesus syndrome falls on many different levels. Uh, mm-hmm. So we've had the Jesus. You still have people in the church that actually believe that um, this sky daddy is going to come out of the sky and save them. And I've said that if you do see a sky daddy, it's probably going to be a hologram. But there's nobody that's coming out of the fucking sky to save you. Um, but then now they have taken that Jesus syndrome. And OK, now we can vote in a white man president and expect that there are going to be changes to our conditions. So it's the nigga, you don't have to do anything except pray and vote syndrome. So now uh, the next thing is, well, we don't have to do anything except invest in cryptocurrency. So now it's investing in the economic scheme of things. That's what's going to save us. Um, mm-hmm. the, the next thing is we don't have to do anything except uh, continue to send our children to the public school to prison pipeline. That shit hasn't worked. Well, you know what? We don't have to do anything. All we have to do now is uh, take this vaccine and everything will go back to normal. Uh, you know what? We don't have to do anything. If you just wear a goddamn mask, you can protect all of planet Earth and everything will be okay. So everything is the Jesus syndrome. Everything is this one thing is going to save us. And that is a group of people with the highest levels of cognitive dissonance and Stockholm syndrome who suffer from post-traumatic slave syndrome. That is the group that suffers from all three of those the most. And that group is us. Instead of putting our hard muscle together, our brain power and our mm-hmm. energy together to come up with solutions, we continue to straddle this fence of there's a savior syndrome. People mm-hmm. actually have the fucking audacity to believe the fucking complete audacity to believe. And I'm sorry about cussing on your platform. I cuss on mine. So I apologize, Empress. <laughs> but they have the fucking audacity to believe that one man is going to save them, even yeah. with Trump. Even with Trump, you had Negro Negropeans out here. This oh, he's gonna save us. And then you went through the whole uh what was that uh that 
damn thing that was going around with the oh Trump's going to do this and all these things. Then you come to find out that that shit was a sham. And it's that savior syndrome again. And until we get out of that mentality that we are the only people that are going to save us. And Dr. Amos Wilson said it. He said, after going through the European colonization, black people are next preparing themselves to be colonized by the Asians. Many people don't even know that the Asians own this fucking country right now. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense because this clearly seems like a communist regime. I mean, freedom of speech is dead, right? And then next looks like they're coming after the Second Amendment. And, and and if you ask me, when they start talking about taking my guns, who do you think they're coming for first? Clearly, it's going to be us. Oh, but 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 we'll give up the guns because as long as they can promise that things will go back to normal, um, things are normal right now in Miami. Mm-hmm. Things are normal. People down there partying. Um, I wonder if the Asians are going to come out though and support us on them black men that got shot down there and the twenty that were injured. See, 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 yeah, see, see, we get together. This is this is the problem. You got Negro peons caping for Asians, but we out here dying. Right. We out here dying. Mm-hmm. See, and these charlatans and pulpit pimps, they're never going to put things in the proper perspective that they're supposed to put them in. Right. You got a white man right now, 19 year old brother found dead in this white man's addict. Nineteen. And they, said and, it's a and they said it's a suicide. And the yeah. white boy is a racist, uh, uh, sports the Confederate flag, blows that, has made racist comments, but they're saying it's a suicide and they're not charging him. No. But you know what? You know what? They shouldn't charge him. It's our job to charge him. Mm-hmm. That's our job. Mm-hmm. You had 35 black men, 35 black men raped by a detective in Philadelphia. Raped. Yeah. 35 black men. What the charlatan in the pulpit pimp is not going to tell you. See, they'll they'll find they'll find that story juicy because they can get some information out to the people. Oh, mm-hmm. this is what happened because the charlatan in the pulpit pimp is never going to give you the solution to the problem. See, the revolutionary will give you the solution to the problem. Why were thirty five black men raped? The fucking detective should have been dead after the first black man was Thank raped. You. Thank you. He should have no breath in his body after the first black man is raped. He shouldn't have had a court a court date. Mm-hmm. But the charlatan and the pulpit pimp, they ain't going to keep the shit real like that. Right. The revolutionary, we will. Because we yeah. give no fucks. We know, we know the importance of joy. And we also know the importance of when a mother, when it's time for a motherfucker to die, too. That's right. And so and so, you know, as we as we move forward with this, man, we really have to start breaking away. We mm-hmm. really have to start breaking away and yeah. stop and stop being we, we have so much love in our hearts and it's a beautiful thing. We have so much love for our people. But what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to change the game plan. And changing the game plan says, nope, we break away up. Uh, wow, that group over there. Look at them building. There's requirements to get in over here. It's kind of like a relationship between a man and a woman. There's requirements, standards and non-negotiables. That's so right. so if I mean, hey, you can get in, but these are the fucking requirements and, it, and right. it's going to take work. And if your energy is not right, that's the first thing that you get blocked. Mm-hmm. So instead of going out here, spending a lot of energy to teach people, we need to draw them to us by the actions that we that we that we do by the yeah. work that we do. 
Because because the hurricane is going to come, the bad weather is going to come and they're going to be looking for a place of refuge. Yeah, they're going to be like the people that came to Noah in the allegory, (laughs) how they came running after he'd already warned them for months that the flood was coming and they didn't believe it. Then at the end, here they come running trying to get on get on board. Facts. You're going to have to already be down with us. You're going to already have to be putting in work and already like minded and all of that. Don't come running at the end when you realize things are what you thought they were over here. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Yeah. That's what we got to get away from. And, you know, the sad thing is you would think that our people, more so than anybody else, should know that you cannot trust the opposing team. You can't trust and believe anything they say. They have not kept their word. They broke every treaty they ever signed. They have not done anything beneficial for black people. And all of these nigger and black folks who went out there and voted for the Democratic Party, like I said before, they should have learned after 50 plus years of us disproportionately voting for them, they have never done anything substantial for black people. All they have done is pander. But for whatever reason, some of our people, and especially the elderly people, you would think they would know more so than anybody. Not to keep falling for the BS. But here we are in the same predicament yet again. Well, you should I, be serious. Yeah, I, I think the I think there's a couple a couple of things with that. Um, the greatest trick that the devil ever played was making you believe that the devil didn't exist. Um, and so, so when we talk about from a historical standpoint, I think what we have to understand from a geopolitical uh, standpoint. Uh, and just from a geographical standpoint, people go to where the resources are. Mm-hmm. So there might, from a subliminal messaging standpoint, they they might actually, people might actually know that these people have done us wrong. You might, you might, in the back of your mind, you might know, but cognitive dissonance, cognitive dissonance allows you to find some good. In, in, in people. And why does it allow you to find good? Because although you know that these motherfuckers did dirt, mass dirt around the world, the fact of the matter still remains that they control the means. They control the resources. And so people automatically gravitate, gravitate to where the resources are. That's why you have people leaving, leaving uh, a Kebulon, wanting to come here, wanting to go into Europe because of the fake and those are fake resources, not realizing that the real resources lie on the land that right. they reside on. But it's one thing to have access to the resources. It's another thing to know how to utilize the resources for the best benefit for you and your community. So you might have access to the resource. You might have access to the cobalt and coltan. It's a whole nother thing. Having access and knowing how to use that cobalt and coltan to make uh, 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 to make uh, uh, phones, to make laptops and to u- utilize it for these other things. See, that's a different ball game. And mm-hmm. we learned that from uh, from uh, Idi Amin. I believe it was Idi Amin in uh, Uganda, Uganda. Um, they had factories over there um, mm-hmm. that were run by Indians. Well, Idi Amin kicked them out, kicked them out the country, said, you get out of here. <laughs> and it was great. It was great that you had a black man with that type of power, like, get the hell out. The problem was nobody knew how to work the factories. So he mm-hmm. had to call them back. And that's the problem that so so from the standpoint of knowing that these people have done dirt, that's one thing. 
but they still control the resources. So you, as long as you have to go to the person that controls the resources, your de- our dependency, and I've always said this, our dependency is our enslavement. It just is. <laughs> yes. And and the fact of the matter is, is that is that um, we are still up under European rule and dictate. Mm-hmm. And if we don't get our shit together quick, we're going to be up under Asian rule and dictate. Exactly. And we don't have much time because here's the thing. So I know you've heard about how they're paying the farmers not to farm and grow crops. Absolutely. Yeah. And said they're not going to give them subsidies and all of that stuff. Now, why would they be trying to cause mass famine? Another thing is when the whole pandemic started, they basically shut down what they said were the non-essential businesses, which were small businesses, but these big corporations like Walmart and Kroger and things like that, they were able to stay open and make trillions of dollars. So they look the rich looking out for the rich while small businesses suffer. Now, it seems to me that they want everybody to solely be dependent upon the government. And then that's what they'll have you because if everybody has to go to them to get food, you know, and all of the uh, necessities, then that just puts you in a bad predicament. That's really enslaving you all over again. Well, that's what that's what universal income does. That's what these stimulus checks does. That's what unemployment does. Um, again, a governmental body that's not going to teach you how to fish. They're not going to teach you how to fish and catch your own. They're going to divvy it out. And the problem is, is that when you set yourself up for that, uh, when you set yourself up to have anybody divvy out, if you can't depend on your people, on your own people, on your own community, if you're depending on your enemy for your substance and your sustenance. You're going to pay a heavy penalty for that. That's There's right. going to be a heavy penalty. You're going to have to take some jabs for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. You want to get this money? Your women are going to get exploited for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to get this money? Hey, your black men are going to get exploited for this. Mm-hmm. That, this just comes with it. Hey, you want to get this money? Um, I'm going to need you, Al Sharpton, to go calm calm your people down. Tell them, tell them they can be angry, but nonviolent. Don't tear shit up. Don't kill it's- nobody. Not nonviolent, because mm-hmm. we know because we know at the end of the day, really, really, if you all were in your right minds, you would have been crushed us and burnt this bitch down for the way we've treated you. But Al, get out there now, guy. We're paying you a hefty dollar. And so all of that comes with a system that you have allowed yourself to be dependent upon and that you get your substance and sustenance from. And so until that changes, until we start to depend on one another, until we start to work together, until we start to discipline ourselves and say, you know what? I don't need that pair of Nikes. You know what? I don't need that Liz Claiborne bag. You know what? What the fuck am I even doing in Macy's? What has Macy's done for me? You know what? What am I doing in the Nike shop? What has the Nike shop done for me? Wait a minute. We got all these black clothing makers and and black toothpaste makers and and and, and all but majority of my stuff that I from from deodorant to toothpaste. I got toothpaste right here. Black owned. Yeah, black owned, net of gold. That's my toothpaste. So, I mean, until we start getting on that vibe, um, you know, we're going to continue. Well, well, not where they're going to continue to get purged. Yeah, they're going to continue to get purged because I'm not getting purged by being stupid economically. I'm not getting purged by being stupid and ignorant socially. I know who my enemy is. I know who my enemies are. Let me rephrase that. The verb as as opposed to the preposition. I know who my enemies are. 
That's right. And there are many within our community who are fucking our enemies. Let's not yeah. get that twisted. And and speaking of what you said about, you know, the black owned stuff, here's the thing. A lot of our people choose to remain slaves by going and purchasing name brands and spending all that money. And I talk about this all the time. And they don't even realize the reason it's called name brands is because they're branding you with their name, just like <laughs> did our ancestors in slavery, right? Thanks. And then, now you're walking around here with all the gold chains and the diamonds draped around your neck, you know, like the yokes of iron that were upon the ancestors' necks, doing all of this foolish stuff. And then a lot of these same people will complain when they go to a black-owned business and they'll say, oh, well, they had poor customer service. They had this. And this is why I'm shopping black-owned businesses. But at the end of the day, don't all businesses have a bad day? Don't mm. all have employees that slack? You know, mm. it's not black-owned businesses, and it's not all black-owned businesses, but these same people do not complain when they go to Walmart and you got the security guard following you, looking over your shoulder just because you're black, racially profiled. They don't complain when they go into Macy's and the white person at the cash register is looking at them crazy like they can't pay for something. So they don't talk about the white people's businesses, but they always want to condemn and criticize black-owned businesses. And that is a sickness as far as I'm concerned. And that's clearly not being on code. Well, and, and you're absolutely right. I mean, you're absolutely right. Um, you'll go into a black owned business and they get it wrong one time and you ain't messing with them no more. But you go to McDonald's who gets it wrong all the time and you continue to go back. But the thing is, you mentioned something important, uh, Empress Amadea, and, and that is this. I, I, I want to elaborate on that name brands. What's interesting is that if if. And, and again, if we were in our right minds, we would recognize this. So name brands. You would be surprised at the you would be surprised at the. And I always say, see, the spiritual war is behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And so you have to have a spiritual eye and a spiritual ear and a spiritual mind to tap in. You have mm -hmm. to be tapped in. Otherwise, you don't know. All you can see is the shit with the, your physical eye. And that's not always accurate. So it's important. So, again, with name brands, we see the finished product. What a lot of people don't know is all the black people involved in making those name brands. Mm -hmm. The chains, the, 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 the chains and those things that that we wear, the diamonds that you put on a woman, a diamond is a woman's best friend. <laughs> but the fallacy in that is the chain that you wear, the diamond that you wear, the European and stolen from your land. Mm -hmm. Put a price on it and sold it back to you mm -hmm. for yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 45, 50, 100 times what it's worth. Mm -hmm. Taking your stuff, taking your things, your articles and selling them back to you. Right. And you buying them. The Cobalt and Coltan. I feel so. I feel like a fucking idiot paying seven, eight hundred, nine hundred dollars for a damn iPhone. Right. <laughs> that should be free. When you got children in Africa walking down uh, 500 feet into the ground yes. to get minerals to make it. To make it. And those children, those children are lucky if they get to eat one or two meals a week. Yes. And so, and so this is this is the fallacy. So that's why I'm saying there, a separation is necessary. We have to in higher vibrational beings. It's, it's an easy thing for us to do. Because this is how we've been living our lives. We're not spending money frivolously. Anytime I'm looking at a white-owned establishment, period, anytime I get a fucking sick feeling in my stomach if I got to think about going in to spend any money.
Mm-hmm. And, and, and until we start, until we start actually getting on a discipline of separating our wants from our needs, yes. you need food. I'm sorry, you don't need Nikes. I'm That's sorry, right. you don't need that fucking Gucci bag. You don't need the Gucci purse. You don't, you don't need that. Those are those are those are frivolous wants, actually. Mm-hmm. Especially when you look at the price behind that shit. Right. And then you know how many people, when they gave out those first stimulus checks, I remember at Greenbrier Mall, there was black people lined up all around the building to get the latest Jordans. Yes. Yes, I saw that. When the money ran out, they were begging and waiting for that next stimulus check. Yeah. And, and, and again, it just, so they're begging and waiting for the next stimulus check. Why? Because their dependence is their enslavement. Mm-hmm. There were some of us out here. There were some of us out here. I being one of them. I didn't give a fuck if I got a stimulus check or not, because I was all right. Exactly. I was all right. Mm-hmm. Me the, too. The, the lions, the lions, we gonna eat. We gonna we know how to hunt. That's right. We're not dependent. Mm-hmm. And so we gonna we gonna we gonna make a way. And so you know, I think that 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 when we talk about. Um, those that have part of part of part of the selling out wealth exactly we don't need cable tv exactly you really don't as a matter of fact if you cut the tv off you'll realize that you have more freedom uh that the actually the tell lie vision actually uh enslaves you more you cut that off you'll start to see that damn my freedom has become broader because i'm not i'm not indoctrinated with all of this nonsense that corporate run cia infiltrated media is feeding me but um as as you know when we talk about sellouts in the community one of the things when we talk about we look, we have more political representation than any other group. We have over 10,000 political representatives, mm-hmm. black or aboriginal and whatever you want to call them. Them niggas, they, I call them niggas, man, because they're not doing anything for it. But we got over 10,000 political representatives. The Asians got a bill passed and they got they you could add up the. Asian representatives, the Hispanic representatives, the Arab representatives, you can add up every other representative and it don't come close to adding up to the 10,000 black representatives that we have. Why are we still dependent on stimulus checks? That should be their job. They should be giving information on how you can be self-sustaining. They should be practicing and teaching. This is how you know they've been co-opted into the system of white racism, because they should be practicing and teaching what working together as black communities entails. Right. They're not teaching that. And we know that they're not teaching it because when the sister Cynthia McKinney started exposing the truth, particularly what was going down in Louisiana during Hurricane Katrina, they ousted her. Yeah, protect that sister. And that's another thing. I'm glad you brought that up because that's why they praise people like John Lewis because he was proud of getting his butt beat, talking about he got into good trouble. They praise people like him. And then when you look at people like Samika Mallory, supposed to be so down with the movement, you know, and all of that stuff until freedom. She started that or whatever, but yet she's doing Cadillac commercials and getting endorsed by Cadillac. And then now you have Patrice Con Coolers, the co-founder of BLM, who now has stepped down due to criticisms after all the stuff with her frivolous spending has come out, right? 
And then I did a broadcast like a couple of months ago where I exposed the money trail from BLM. Yes. I started wondering, where is all this money going? Are they giving any of this money that they're collecting in donations from black people? Are they giving it to the families of the victims? And then it led right back to the Democratic Party, right? And George Soros. And after that, three days later, they came out and they said, oh, after eight years, BLM is going to talk about the money. And yes, they used some of for political campaigning. Now, with that all being said, now Patrice Kahn Coolers has stepped down. So these people are fake. The movement is fraudulent. And not only did she step down, she's about to put out a new book and she has a deal with Warner Brothers. Where have we ever known Warner Brothers and these big elite run white corporate sponsored um, corporations? Where have we ever known them to give money or endorsements or deals to real revolutionaries? That's how you know they're fraudulent. And, and, and that's a great point. And that's that that is a that is a key point that we need to really key in on for the for the listeners, especially the young people that might be on listening. This is how you tell. This is a clear sign. First of all, revolutionaries and revolutionary movements. Um, and this is just real. And you can look throughout history. See, the history backs up what I'm about to say. The revolutionary and the real revolutionary movements they never negotiated with their enemies. Thank you. There was no negotiation. You won't find the revolutionary movements all of a sudden movies. And, and yeah, not to say that movies aren't being made, but it's not with the consent of these revolutionary uh, 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 comrades and, and the revolutionary generals in those movements. Those um, those movies are usually, if they're going to get made, they're usually made after those people have died and passed. Yeah. And, and the story, then they can put their little, the Europeans can put their little spin on the story to to, to lighten it up, to do yeah. a little emasculation uh, 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 propaganda on it and all of that. But mm -hmm. revolutionaries, the BLA, the BLA movement, Black Liberation Army movement, why ain't they put out a movie about Asada Sakur and, and Sunni Adi Akoli? Exactly. And that's Why? not to say that they won't, but I tell you what, if they do, that joint will be watered the fuck down. Yes. Because those were real movements. Why haven't they put out a movie about the Maroons mm -hmm. of Jamaica? Why haven't they put out a movie about the Mau Maus of Kenya and how yes. they was chopping heads off? Mm-hmm. Because they don't want you to, they don't, why haven't they put out movies talking about the insurrections of yeah. black folk. They, they quick to put out the movies about slavery and how then showing black women get raped and we have to revisit that trauma. Exactly. Showing black men getting hung from trees, we gotta revisit that trauma. But notice how Nate Parker's Birth of a Nation, how that shit was here and gone quickly. It was sabotaged. Let me tell you something. They were doing things like when you went to see that movie, they would sell you a ticket with a different movie for a different movie yeah. so that the white people would get credited at the box office. Yes, I remember that. People that were sold out and then you go look in a the theater and it's like two or three people in there. They were doing all kinds of stuff. And remember, they brought up those old rape allegations yeah. from college that he was acquitted for, by the way. Yes. But I saw some Negro Negroes on the Swollen Roland Martin show and they were talking about it and they were like yeah you know he was accused of rape they were acting like they believed it yeah they were helping with the white supremacist rhetoric i found it interesting because all these times all this time that nate parker had been doing movies nobody ever said anything about it i never heard of it until that movie came out yeah and 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 and, and you know to, to just to keep it in its context it was black women that first came out 
talking about the rape allegations. Mm-hmm. It was a white woman that was supposedly raped. Then you had the cracker Tim Wise who black people be kissing Tim Wise ass because he knows some black history. So they think he's just the God of black history. All of our scholars, all of our scholars that we've had from Dr. Francis Cress Welsing to Dr. Amos Wilson, to Dr. Uh, John Henry Clark, to Bobby Hemmett, to Nellie Fuller, all of, and, and, and even more, shake on to Diop, all of our scholars. Why would you even give your ear to a person like Tim Wise? With all of our scholars. But Tim White, he came out talking about, uh, yeah, you should, you, we should boycott this movie because wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, what are you talking about boycott the movie? This brother was acquitted. When have we, when have we seen black men in this country get acquitted of raping white women? Exactly. So and- that hate campaign. Just like the same thing with the Bill Cosby campaign. Same mm-hmm. thing. And, and by the way, Bill Cosby wasn't he wasn't found guilty of rape. Let's get that clear. He wasn't found guilty of rape. Mm-hmm. So but 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 the propaganda machine pushes it. And this yes. is why people have researched. This is why I like what you do um, in Persamadia. We're on the same page as far as research, because you can't just tell us anything. That's right. And that's the separation between us and the Negro Pian. That's the separation between us and the charlatan. That's always going to be the separation between us and the pulpit pimp because mm-hmm. they're in it to just make money. They're going to take any information. They're going to take a story and run with it. We, exactly. we are going to critical think. We're going to ask questions. And because we know the system of white racism and the system that we're in, and because we know who our enemies are, we're going to question every fucking thing. If you tell me that the sky is blue, I'm going to question that shit. I'm going to go outside and I'm going to say, no, I don't see any blue fucking skies. It's cloudy. I see white skies. So you can't <laughs> trick me with all that bullshit. I'm going to actually go do the research. Why? Because I don't trust you. That's right. I don't trust you. And there's nothing that you can tell me to make me trust you. As a matter of fact, you are the motherfuckers. Everything has to be questioned. Mm-hmm. Everything. And That's until we get in that mindset and like wealth said, turn off the tell live vision, that one eyed devil, then we'll start we'll start moving towards freedom. Then the yeah. next step will be once you turn off the tell live vision. Now start connecting with your tribe. If you're serious, this week I'm driving six hours to go connect with my tribe. Okay. I'm going to drive six hours and got no problem doing it. I'm going to, and I'm going to enjoy the ride. I'm going to enjoy that. Um, um, so, so we have to start getting out amongst each other and coming up with real plans and write that shit. We also have to get away. One of the biggest, one of the biggest Achilles heels in our communities. Got to get away from this fake Jesus, this, this, this fucking religiosity, these religious ideologies that continue to divide and hold us back as a people. We have to get it back into the spirits of, uh, the, the spirit of spirituality and doing real spirit work. We have to get back into these things. We have to get out of this religious dogma that continues to hold us down. And we have to realize that all black people are not going to unite. It's a long process. Look at the cognitive dissonance. Look at look at the look at the mentality right now of many people. You if you look at the mentality, if you were in your right mind, you would be like, I don't want to unite with them niggas over there. No, you don't. That's just it. And, 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 and yeah, we would like to, it might be a harsh reality. It might be a hard blow to some that Yorimo Karama would be. So I thought you was about unity. I am. I'm completely about unity, but I also know 
that the wrong people, the foundation that you build, if you have the wrong people in, in with you, they will crush that shit. And That's we've right. seen that time and time again. Fred Hampton had the wrong motherfucker with him and That's it got right. him killed. It wasn't Fred Hampton who was messed up. It was mm -hmm. the fact that he was too trusting. That's right. It got him killed, man. Malcolm got him killed. Who who we find that one of his bodyguards happens to be working for the fucking FBI. Mm -hmm. This shit is real, man. So you can't let everybody in. Uh, infiltrated the Panthers too, by the way. Yeah, no. yeah. Yeah. So, 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 you know, when we, when we, uh, Pro should be a clear sign in history that all of us can't be because there's too many Negro peons that have been indoctrinated with the seed yeah. of white racist ideology. And their job is to protect the system of white racism. Their job is going to be to make sure that that system is insulated. And their job is going to be to make sure that they are, are the gatekeepers for that movement and to mm -hmm. keep the real ones. They're never going to let the line in. They look, I, I've, I've been in so, if I could tell you the amount of situations that I've been in with these Negro peons and the scorn on their face, the mm -hmm. scorn when they see real black men and real black women who are about this shit, who are actually pro-black, who are actually aboriginal indigenous and we stand on that shit, the scorn that they, you're on, I don't see scorn like that from some white people, but the scorn exactly. these niggas have. But you know what, what that comes from, Yurima, like I said before, when they see some Someone who's authentic. You see a lot of these fake pro-black, fake conscious people who are so, you know, into acting as though and perpetuating, uh, perpetrating like they're down for black people and down for the cause. They can fool people a lot of times. They can fool people like they're real, but until a real person shows up on the scene. Facts. And that's why they have scorn on their face when they see somebody like you walk in the room. Because you can't sit there and pretend to be a revolutionary when a real revolutionary comes on the scene. That's a fact. That's a fact. And, 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 and that's where a lot of the hate comes from for people like me and you. And if you look at the fact now, me and you got our channels terminated from YouTube. Mm -hmm. Now, I fortunately had put up another channel already before they terminated because I knew it was coming. But with that all being said, they're attacking my channel now still. And there are so many people who acting like they're pro-black, but they're really not. And they're not really putting in no work and they're not really talking hard against white supremacy. They just talk about plantation mammies and pappies. And that's all fine. But as much as you go in on them, go in on white supremacy too. But they don't do that. They play it safe. And that's why you see people like me and you being targeted. You know, they'll take down our channels like they took down Riza Islam's channel. You know what I'm saying? So the people who are really a threat to white supremacy, a threat to as far as... um informing black people the truth and being real pro-black and real activists out here, they're always going to view us as a threat and they're always going to target us. Yeah, that's fact. And, and, and there are certain things like um, that you can kind of tell with with some of these with some of these channels um, and some of the people behind them. There's telltale signs. Um, many. And I'm glad you brought that up. That's a great point, Empress. They will play it safe. Mm -hmm. So they will talk about. They will talk about the Negropeans. Hey, it's hey, talk, they should, should. It's because it's, uh -huh. the Negropean needs to be exposed. Uh, uh -huh. They will talk about the conditions of the black community. They will talk about racism uh, to the extent that uh, 
and they will show some videos and some scenes of of white people showing racism. They will show the videos and the scenes of, you know, cops out here killing our people, which is which is more induced trauma, whether they realize it or not. When you continually show those type of videos and stuff, you're still inducing trauma within the minds of the people. That's why I don't show those videos anymore. That's why I bypass that, because if you don't know by now what it looks like for a black man to get killed by a cop or what it looks like for a Tamir Rice to get killed by a cop or what it looks like for a black woman to get killed by a cop. If you haven't seen enough of enough of those videos, because all they do is desensitize you and then mm. you stop caring after a point. But even more so, it induces more trauma into the mind. So these there there are certain groups out here that they show that. But for some odd reason, they never talk about the fake Jews. They don't they don't want to expose that. Mm-hmm. For some odd reason, they're they're very limited when it comes to talking about about the jab. Mm-hmm. And even when they do, even when they do, they're they're very limited on that. Exactly. And this is how you know that they're in the game to get paid. They're not in the game to give people real information. They're out right. here to get paid. They're pulpit pimps. And if you go look at their lifestyles, some are living in gated communities. Um, if you go look at their lifestyles, some are you you know, if see see integrity. Integrity. I've been in some back rooms with some of these people. Mm-hmm. I've been in some back rooms with some of these people. Just facts. Mm-hmm. I've been in the back rooms with some of them, and they not who they they not who they present themselves to the public to be as oh, far yes. as black power. They well, not say, who that. Let me tell you something. You're absolutely right because one of them, and I won't call their name, but one of them, their wife told me when I was at the Foundational Black American Conference, hmm. their wife asked me, "What do I talk about?" on my channel and on this other platform I was on. And I said, I talk about racism, white supremacy, you know, um, social injustices and things mm-hmm. like that. She says to me, oh no, you shouldn't talk about those things. Those things are uh, those things are negative. You should talk about more inspirational things. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, <laughs> don't y'all have a pro-black platform? This is somebody who is married to somebody who owns a platform. They just mm. got married. Mm. Well, yeah, told me said I was talking about negative things and I need to be more positive and talk about inspirational things don't talk about racism and white supremacy uh excuse me say what now I thought the whole platform was supposed to be about pro-blackness and talking about that type of stuff so Mm. make that make sense wow yeah it's uh and that's the first telltale sign when you start to know that people are selling out that's the Mm. first telltale sign um you know, when 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 I hear that, I I think it's laughable. Um, yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Talk, in in this in this environment, and, and don't get me wrong. There's 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 things that we can that we can you know there's are a multitude of things that we can talk about. But at the end of the day, um, if we're really trying to wake our people up to um, to the fullest extent necessary, uh, mm-hmm. we have to talk about it all. And um, you know, I, I think it's very disparaging when we when we try to dissect or somebody wants to. I've, I've gone through that for years and I just I shut them out. You're not going to run my platform. I do what I do. As a matter of fact, if you don't like what I'm saying, it's like good porn. You know, if you see some, if you're not into porn, you don't stay on that channel. So keep it moving. Yeah. Go to the X rated movie section or go to the uh, yeah. Go to the rated R section. Um, right. So it, it just is what it is. And, and I don't pay them no mind because, you know, we're going to we're going to leave from the front. So that's right. 
That's right. Well, I'm glad you came on here. Your room. I know you couldn't stay long because you have to get back to work and everything. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to cover before we uh, close out? Uh, no, I do. I do want to plug. So we have our National Unity Walk <laughs> event. Uh, we have our National Unity Walk event this year. It's going to be in the home of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, and that's going to be from July 22nd through the 25th. We have an itinerary set. So for it's going to be for members of the Unity Walk as well as non-members. So if you would like to travel in, please check out our webpage, www.theunitywalk.com. Um, there is a link there. If you want to travel in for that event, uh, you can hit that link and get a hotel discounted rate on your hotel stay. We're staying at the Avid Hotel. So um, that, again, is July 22nd through the 25th. For those who are on social media, we have set up a thing where we meet uh, once a month. Uh, this will be our third meeting um, this next Saturday, June 5th at 12 noon. So um, we, uh, I think we're at Central D. What, where are we at again? Uh, Central uh, Park uh, in Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Great Falls Park in in uh, Virginia, and it's going to be ninety two hundred uh, Dominion in McLean, Virginia. So we're going to meet there at twelve noon. If you would like to come out for that, it's a great area. I have uh, Google mapped it. Uh, we're going to probably do some hiking, but we're gonna we're gonna build. You know, we're gonna we're, we're this is a family, and so we are doing this once a month. And like I said, we pick places. The last time we were at Laurel Caverns in uh, Pennsylvania, uh, we went in a cave, uh, cave with crystals and a whole bunch of other stuff. It was a great experience. It was a great group of people. Uh, I really love this family. But what we are doing is we are taking this shit outside of social media. All of this shutting us down because this this is a psyops as well. People get people get people get um, lazy on social media. Well, I can go here and get information. And but knowledge is nothing if you're not acting on it. Knowledge right. is only as good as the as the action that you put behind it. So right. you can there's a lot of people with a whole lot of knowledge that ain't doing nothing. They just retained right. a whole lot of knowledge. So if you're not doing anything with it, it's really of no benefit. So knowledge is only as powerful as the as the action that you put behind it. And so mm -hmm. uh, we are taking that action and, and meeting uh, uh, to getting together as groups. And so uh, if anybody wants to uh, learn more about that, you can inbox me at yurimakarama at gmail.com. Empress, I love you. I love the work that you're doing. I appreciate you. Uh, and I appreciate your stance in exposing these, uh, these bootlickers, these coons, these sellouts, these bed bucks, these bed wenches and the uh, charlatans and, and pulpit pimps because they actually they really do need to be exposed because what you have is a lot of young people who are coming into the movement and they're thinking that, oh, shit is supposed to be like this. Yeah, uh -huh. it's supposed to be. Oh, OK. Yeah, I can do this. No, no. What do you what do you mean? That's not that's that's against every moral code of the conscious community. What are you talking about? That should be as a matter of fact, it has nothing to do with the conscious community. That should be against your moral code, period. Exactly. We're, we're in a system that is literally trying to annihilate us and you're trying to annihilate your damn self. That makes right. no goddamn sense. So who does that? Thank you. Uh, besides a fool, right? Sitting here uh, <laughs> helping with your own genocide. Make that make sense. Well, it says there's a it says that, um, um, you know, it says that uh, your dis. What is that? What does that what does that meme say? Um, you disrespecting yourself is disrespecting the ancestors. That's right. And so, um, you know, we, we, uh, I see a lot of people disrespecting themselves on a daily. They're going to have to answer to that. Unfortunately, they'll be all right. Well, I'm going to 
I thank you again, Yorima. I just love you. Thank you for coming on here again. Absolutely. And anytime. And listen, I'm going to be uh, talking to you about coming to Oklahoma in July. Okay, absolutely. I'm the one in June, but I definitely want to come in July. Oh, we'd so love I'm, to have you. We'd love to have you. Okay. Yeah, let, let's talk about that, too. Let's talk about that. Absolutely. And don't forget, now, I talked to you a few months ago about us doing a documentary together, too. You get the camera and the people. I'm ready. Just let me know where I need to go. I've been talking to some people about documentaries, so we need to make that happen. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so I appreciate you, and I'm going to go ahead and let you go. Everybody give a big uh, round of applause. Let's get those fire emojis, fire emojis in the chat for Brother Yurima coming on here. I appreciate it. And um, with that all being said, I will talk to you later on oh. this week. Let me. Oh, Goddess Shemaya, I see you. Uh, Chelsea Renee, I see you. Yeah, I see people. See, I wasn't even over here in the chat. I'm slipping. Uh, Terry Simmons, I see you. Fight Black, I see you. Gwen Robinson, Judah Queen, Marquise Cooley, DB Truth. Uh, yeah, thank you. I appreciate you, Silent D Productions. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, all the family. I love you all. And uh, we will get through this. There's no doubt. We can't lose. That's right. <laughs> all right. So thanks, everybody. I'm going to go ahead and conclude this broadcast. Don't forget to follow the Queen on Instagram at Queen Amadiah Shakur. Also on Instagram at Divine underscore Goddess underscore 27. Brighton and Patreon, Queen Amadiah Shakur. Twitter, the Goddess 27. Thank you all, and I hope to see you all right black in the chat at 9 a.m. in the morning for your morning wake-up call. All right. Thanks again, Yurima. Peace. Peace, peace, love, and light. All right. Thank you. So, uh, D, I don't know if you wanted to add anything. I know you were getting cut in and out, um, but I did want to uh, broadcast that interview. Uh, so I don't know if you wanted to add anything. Um, and then I see wealth uh, down as well. So um, I'm going to real briefly, um, I will open it up. Open up the floor. Peace, peace, God. That, hey, that peace. was a powerful interview, man. You, that, you definitely dropped some heavy jewels on that. And the queen is beautiful, man. She she has a seems like she has a dope platform. I'm actually doing a lot right now. I'm in motion, so I, I can't really tap in for too much longer. I'm about to have to jump off of here. Um, no, no worries. I definitely um, wanted to tune in. So I yeah, I appreciate you. No worries. Um, we're going to get ready to get up, but I want to give uh, uh, Wealth a chance to say some, anything uh, as well. Peace, Wealth. Hey, peace, family. Peace, God. Peace, peace, family. It's good to be back amongst my tribe. You know, I had to go do some internal work, cleanse some things that were going on inside and outside. Mm. So uh, definitely glad to be back with the family. And, glad um, to have you, God. Appreciate you. Yeah, we miss you. And, and, and Man, I, I, I miss you too. I miss you too, man. You know, I, I had to. It was, it was, it was hard to not to not engage because I knew I had to go inside, and, and it, was, it just reminded me of that 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 podcast, um, that that discussion we had um, about um, attachments, right? Mm. And, and and it was it was definitely a challenge for me to to step back and and because I had to do the work. I had to do the work, and. Um, I'm glad I did the work, and I'm and I'm glad that this is what I came back to this discussion after after the seven days. So, you know, um, awesome. We we we, Jerema, you 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 always hitting on the topics. Got to expose those ones that's half in and half out. You know what I mean? That's out here taking advantage of the people, perpetrating like if they really about the people. 
You know what I mean? And 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 it, it was it was a, it was an awesome message. I just wanted to add that. Thank you, Wealth. Um, I, I appreciate that. And and I, brother, I totally get it. Um, you know, I've had to do some internal work, and and um, you know, it's it, that internal work is 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 important. Um, especially when uh, people are out here going through things. And so I commend you, brother, for for doing that. I think um, there, there's a valuable lesson in what you just said, Wealth. And I don't know if you know the impact, but um, what I you know, what I get from what you just said is is you 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 can't be you can't be the best that you can for everybody when you aren't the best for you. And so we have to be in a position where we are the best for us in order to be the best for everyone else uh, that we are doing work for. And so I can appreciate um, a, a sister told me like I think a sister told me, um, as a matter of fact, I think it was on this platform, um, said the most beautiful thing is to see a black man or black woman healing themselves. That's one of the she said that's one of the most beautiful things that you can see. And so uh, when we 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 need more people to go inside and do the the internal work, uh, there's actually not enough of that going on. And it needs to be. You you said it perfectly. Arima. It was about healing. Right. It was it's absolutely about healing. See, um, I've come to learn that I'm very empathic and. I, I take on energies. If, if the, when those energies around me too much, I start taking on those energies inside, and and it was it was that that spiritual immune system kicked in when the ancestors was like, no, you got to purge. Like you, mm. you, you just like just like just like in your diet, sometimes you got to clean out. Well, spiritually, sometimes I got to clean out and flush so I can recenter and come back to self. You know what I mean? Because I be carrying around. Sometimes I don't realize I'm carrying around other people's energies, and and and, and I get I get the, it, it, those different those different noises inside start conflicting, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's that's something I the ancestors gonna tap me on the shoulder and let me know, like, hey. Either you take care of it or we gonna take care of it. <laughs> and, 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 and and when I take care of it, I, I just you know, I just gotta practice self discipline. They take care of it. They gonna they gonna still guide me to doing the same exact thing. They just gonna put me put me through some tribulation first. So, you know, once I recognize that I just I just cut out that middle part of tribulation and go right to the to the work that needs to be done. So but yeah, respect, man. Hey, respect, man. It, it takes some real self awareness to know when it's time to do that, brother. So I commend you as well, man. And I can relate 100, percent brother. You know, especially when it comes to like feeling that, like you say, those different voices and that, you know, that dissonance within your system where something is off, off core, something is off key. You know, and you gotta, you know, like, like you, you always talk about level the tuning for it, man. Sometimes you gotta tune yourself up. So all due respect, man. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, man. Absolutely, peace, and, and and glad to be back with the tribe, man. Glad to be back. It was it was definitely it was it, it was it was a challenge, you know. It required a, a high level on my part of discipline because I, I saw every time you went live, and I was just so tempted. But I know that I had to be still. Mm. I had to be still. That was the charge. The charge was to be still, you know. And and sometimes that means denying the things that you might enjoy. So. Um, I had to be still and, 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 you know, I'm, I'm glad that I went through that process. So I was able to recenter, but yes, family, yes, family. Glad to be back. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, wealth, I, I did. 
Oh, go ahead, D. Oh, no, I was, I was just going to ask the guy um, if, uh, if you're coming out to VA. Mm-hmm. You understand? Um, I, I, right now, as it stands, uh, I'm planning on coming, but the family may not this time. I may come without the family this time. Got you, got you. That's what's up, though. Yeah, I just wanted to add, well, if I know exactly what you meant, because I, I did that. Uh, I took a hiatus uh, some weeks back. Um, I wasn't going as I wasn't I didn't even uh, like I said, I was going through some shit. I didn't wasn't going live like that. And there were times that I wanted to, but I I, I knew that I would be like forcing forcing something that just wasn't there. And I, I wasn't doing that. So I just stepped back and um it was important to, and people were reaching out like, yo, what's going on? And I'm just like, yeah, I gotta, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes we, we go through shit too, you know? <laughs> and I, I know it might seem like we have superhuman strength, but we're mortal beings as well. So, um, <laughs> it just, it just is what it is. And in order to continue to feed people, uh, I have to regenerate myself. So thank you for that. Uh, thank you for the room, uh, to the brothers, um, in the room, I see Jamar just entered. It's good to see you, family. Uh, good, such a such a beautiful spirit. You are uh, Empress Monica and Asia, who are part of the uh, Unity Walk Coalition, along with D, uh, Dave. I see you, Booby. It's been a it's been a, been a minute uh, since uh, we've been on a platform, Booby. But I appreciate you all. We're gonna get ready to end the room. Um, I don't know. It's it's. Uh, we were supposed to do a poetry tonight, but I don't know that um, as far as uh, I haven't really been able to connect with a lot of poets here lately. So we might just hold off until next week for that. Um, but uh, who knows? We might go live later. Uh, but until next time, love you, brothers. Love you, empresses. And uh, we'll just we'll we'll get on when we get on. Peace, love, and life. Peace to the gods. Yeah. Peace to the gods and goddesses. We're out. Look it up. Flawed individual. Cindy Ashley Production. Ashley Production. Ashley Production. On the wake up.